You're listening to TNM Coaching Unplugged. TNM Unplugged features the diverse perspectives of a thriving global community of coaches, leaders, and experts. And it's all for you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to TNM Unplugged, the space when you elevate your heart, your soul, your mind to the next level of yourself, the space when you get inspired by our insightful and lovely conversation. And today's conversation is going to be particularly lovely and inspiring. We have a beautiful topic and beautiful friend and colleague who is joining us on this podcast. We're going to be talking about the art. We're going to be talking about how the creativity and art can support us to elevate ourselves to the new way of coaching, to the new way of leading, to the new way of being. And I really believe that at this moment in time in our history and in our life, being able to connect to this creative energy, being able to connect to the artist's way, being able to be more playful, more light, more significant is the way forward. So I'm really, really happy and pleased to welcome Jean-Francois Cousin to join me. Before I welcome him, I'm going to just say a few bits and pieces about him for the audience, for the people who know, don't know about him. First of all, you know, Jean-Francois has a very interesting biography behind him. He was he became a global executive coach all the way in 2006 when he moved from the corporate career with the Fortune 500 company. And then since then, he was coaching globally many, many leaders, many, many coaches, and he has more than 12,000 coaching hours behind him. And he has coached more than 1,000 executives and teams. And he was traveling extensively through more than 35 countries around the world in five continents. So he's really a global player and shaker. He was also at service to others by being a global board member of International Coach Federation and elected chairman in 2019. And because I'm also part of the global ICF community, I know how much good work and good service and good transformational presence Jean-Francois brought to the International Coach Federation. Nowadays, uh, what Jean-Francois does, he successfully coaches the CEOs, the executives, the leaders, people as well, to understand themselves, to really understand who they are and to unfold their potential to the purest and highest levels. He also supports the CEOs and leaders to tra through transformation, through strategic planning, and then also to the cross-cultural management, because with his extensive traveling and understanding of global uh, way that we live and work nowadays, he understands how to work cross-culturally. Behind him, he also has a books and articles that he has written. Uh, the book that I love, that I have in my library, it's also The uh, Game Changers at the Circus, How the Leaders Can uh, Unleash the Greatness in Their Organizations. This is a beautiful, uh, creative, uh, interesting, and fun book to read for coaches, for leaders, for anybody who really wants to understand a little bit more about the personal development and so on and so forth. So if you want to know more about Jean-Francois, you can go to his social medias. I would start with the LinkedIn profile. From there on, you can dive into his other social media channels and get to know him and get to enjoy his presence. So Jean-Francois, welcome to the podcast. I'm very grateful and happy. To have you today with me. Thank you very much, uh, Zoran, and likewise, and I'm looking forward as well to elevate uh, my style, uh, mind, and heart uh, with you and our oh, uh, our listeners uh, today uh, as we embrace such a 
a beautiful uh, topic, right? It's about reinventing the way we are, we lead, we coach, we think uh, to shift from thriving to thriving. <laughs> and, exactly. Uh, so tell me a little bit more because in preparation to our conversation, you talk a little bit more about this reinvention, the our ability to to evolve, to change, to become something different. So I would love to start from there on, from this point, and ask a few questions about that. So. How would you define this reinvention? Why do you think this is this is important nowadays? And what are the benefits for people in, in, in reinventing and using this creative force inside of themselves? Yeah, thanks, Zoran. Uh, so uh, I'll start with the why, right? Uh, why this reinvention? Why now? Uh, and, um, and, and start also from the profound crisis we are in. And I believe uh, we've got to uh, take accountability for it, right? Uh, mm. Uh, the way we are, we think, we lead, uh, got us uh, this crisis. Uh, and, and of course, logically, we will not rebound uh, high and long if we do not profoundly change, in fact. And, and then the question becomes, all right, then, what needs to happen at a deep level within us uh, um, to, uh, to, to adjust? Uh, our way of being, thinking, uh, and leading, and coaching, so that we can thrive. Um, and um, you know, Zoran, over the last few years and thousands of coaching sessions uh, with executives, uh, the an answer to that question about what needs to happen deep within us, right, kind of formed into into my mind. Um, and it, it is uh, what needs to happen deep within us is a reinvention that is inspired by our innate artistry. Yeah, reinvention of the way we are, we think, we lead, uh, and we coach, in fact. Uh, and why? Why such a deep reinvention is, um, is uh, important, necessary, and timely? As well, it's uh, because just unleashing our imagination is no, not going to be enough alone uh, if that imagination is constrained mm -hmm. by our current pattern of uh, of thinking, of making sense, in fact, right, and of being, uh, mm -hmm. uh, because then we'll fall in the trap of insanity, which uh, Albert Einstein described as uh, hoping for different results while doing the same over and over again, in fact, right? Uh, yeah. Not going to yes. be enough that we catalyze collective intelligence on the assumption that, uh, well, no one is uh, smart enough as a leader, right, uh, to find the best way forward. The uh, world is too complex and fast-changing, fast so uh, of course it will help that we pool the power of different brains uh, in articulating uh, a way forward. I don't believe this is going to be enough, uh, as long as collective intelligence also is constrained by our current pattern of thinking and being. And, and so I, I gradually came to believe that uh, we need to take a far bolder step, and a step that artists take, in fact, uh, it's to free themselves from those limitations that uh, their education, their cultural, social, moral codes uh, have built around how, how they've been. So they free themselves from all of that uh, 
and then they can access to their inner world and unleash an unrestrained uh, quality of uh, imagination. Am I making any sense? Uh, absolutely, Dora? absolutely you are. And I love what you're saying that, you know, freeing ourselves from the limitations to be able to tap into that unlimited resourceful inner world when the creativity and innovation and imagination is actually happening. So for our audience who gets like really, you know, inspired by this notion, oh my God, this is such a good, you know, way forward, you know, that freedom of these limitations to tap into that inner imagination and resourcefulness. What would you say is the one of the way or ways forward in us freeing ourselves to be able to tap into that inner creativity as a resource? Yeah, thanks for the question, Zora. So the first thing that comes to my mind is uh, just like artists, we have to muster the courage to embrace the unknown mm-hmm. and experiment with, with different ways of uh, being and thinking and, and living. So Imagine uh, Zoran, uh, we are Westerners, uh, then mm-hmm. uh, we decide, mm, okay, I'm going to take a step into the unknown and immerse myself in some Asian cultures. And mm-hmm. um, then we are going to pay attention to how people are, how people make sense, how they learn, how they grow, right? Uh, and we mm-hmm. are going to see a lot of things that we do not understand, in fact, right? Uh, and then we mm-hmm. going to see to to really get into their mind, their, their skin, uh, and, and understand, right? And, and uh, uh, probably we'll see, wow, they reason sometimes differently, not just rationally. In fact, they, um, in a way, reason analogically, you know, making sense from association of ideas. And to give you an illustration of that, uh, Zoran, right? Uh, um, yes. We, we, Look at Chinese characters, right? Chinese characters associate ideas, right? Uh, perhaps right. you have the little pictogram for man and for river, and the combination is going to uh, produce another idea, right? So we, we're going to think uh, to 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 find out. Ah, wow! Yeah, I can free my thinking from being purely rational. I can also proceed, perhaps, with uh, metaphors or try and connect different uh, different ideas, right? Um, and um, another thing in Asia, and, and you know, I'm based in Asia, Zoran, yeah. so uh, I yes. have developed that sense over time of appreciation for different uh, Asian cultures, right? Uh, and more than appreciation, all sometimes, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, people can make sense from personal experience uh, uh, as well as from their belief system as we tend to make uh, um, a sense from in the West, in fact, right? The, what is emerging within me? What lesson is there to take as I'm living through, I'm experiencing this uh, this journey, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, perhaps also uh, people who uh, discover Asian cultures will find that there is a lot of richness in silence. And, yeah. yes. and it's not just about what is said, it's a lot about what is not said and what the silence expresses, right? And, and so that's just one example of embracing the unknowns around, right? And, um, and freeing ourselves from uh, 
uh, ways of thinking and being and making sense that uh, we've uh, we've been taught, right? Um, mm-hmm. And then we become freer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, to think and to Absolutely. Be. And and for me also, you know, that notion that you introduced of, of being able to be in the unknown, being able to trust that other part of your brain, which I call the right brain, when the creative mind actually is, and moving away from the logical, systematic thinking that we all so trained to, to, to do you know, in our organizations, in the way we lead life, in the way uh, we lead our families. There's always systematic linear thinking process that creates the beliefs and constructs about reality and then we keep on living those and now this time in on the earth everything is being shaken up a little bit you know we're all being called to awaken into other parts of ourselves meaning in in the more creative part of our brain when we can rest in that not knowingness we can really begin enjoying if we can the being agile to dive into the space of, of uncertainty. And then I love what you mentioned as well when it comes to the stillness and silence and being able to still ourselves in the silence in that uncertainty and then tap into this inner resource when the imagination really lives, right? Yeah. And, and Zorad, you, you make me think of a quote from Lao Tzu, you know, a Chinese philosopher who mm-hmm. over 3,500 years ago said, uh, to the still mind, the whole universe surrenders. And that, of course, the surrendering of the whole universe is of uh, the utmost value for an artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I'm not saying uh, this invitation I formulate uh, is in any way easy. It, it's going to take time, but it's worth every moment of it. Right. So, you know, uh, Picasso said, every child is an artist. The problem is how to remain an artist once we grow up. Uh, and he said also, uh, perhaps a bit arrogantly, but I, I'm not sure it's his exact words. It's like when I was uh, very young, uh, I was painting yeah. like Raphael. Uh, it took me a lifetime to paint like a child, in fact. So, so patience uh, and valuing the journey, every step of it is, uh, is really yeah. necessary, right? Uh, but then the, yeah. the rewards can be enormous, right? Uh, uh, if you, the listener today, um, and thank you for listening, are a leader, then uh, such a journey can really nurture a generative relationship uh, between you and uncertainty and, and risk. Uh, and um, ultimately, and I'm quoting a dear colleague of mine, Elena Espinal, uh, she said, ultimately, uh, the unknown becomes a compelling inspiration for creation or reinvention, right? In a way, you, as you nurture that relationship with uncertainty and, and risk, right, you become like an, a painter that, that is thrilled by the attraction of a white canvas, right? The white canvas is not a void. It's a very compelling invitation to, cre- to create. So, is, is that making sense, uh, Zoran? I lo- that quote I love because as you're, as you're talking, I'm just sensing this inside of the, myself and I'm like seeing the beauty of it. The, the, the unknown becomes the amazing invitation for creation, actually compelling invitation for creation. So from your experience in coaching and, and leaders and coaching people who are not leaders, people in different positions in their life, 
what needs to happen for people to really relax in that space when when they can see that one white empty canvas inside of them, when they can see that there is an invitation into unknown and they can connect to that source of creativity and in imagination inside of themselves instead of being afraid of it, being blocked by it, being uncertain by it, and, and that creates tension and nervousness. The reason why I'm asking is from, from my, you know, kind of communication work with leaders, some people can do it, you know, they can breathe and stand there and say, okay, let me just invent something that has not been invented before. Let me just be still in that space of creativity. But some people get really afraid of it and paralyzed by it. So, so the question here for the people who are in that category, there's no judgment. It's just the you know, human conditioning. What do we do then? How do we overcome that, <gasps> that space of, you know? Yeah. So for, for those of us uh, who may be uh, uncomfortable or outright nervous about such a, uh, an introspection in a way, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I would say um, still take that first step of discovering a space, a culture, a community that you don't know, right? Take that first space, right? Because uh, right. it's safe enough, of course, right? Uh, and then listen to your inner constants. Listen to your discomforts, right? So try and zoom in on it. And what is really my constant telling me what could uh, and what value does this concern have for me because because the concern if it's there uh it, it's still there it's because it's been serving you all right so far right so look at the value and look at also what perhaps that concern stands in the way of and i remember zoran lady gaga saying to uh oprah i think very powerfully yeah but, uh, Something like she really encourages people to look in the dark inside, to those places that they don't normally look at, in fact, uh, uh, that they may be afraid to look at. And mm -hmm. she says, because that's where uh, you will find your uniqueness and your specialness. And she concludes, that's where <clears throat> your diamonds are, in fact. So my, my invitation to our friends who perhaps uh, are a bit uh, uncomfortable to um, uh, go mm -hmm. for such a, a, a deep journey within themselves, right, is uh, look at the, the concerns that are emerging, um, uh, make sense of what they're here to help you with and what they can prevent you from accessing to, right? So, yeah. Suspend judgment. There is no good or bad concern, right? Uh, yeah. ju just try to take that decision. Is that making sense as well? Yeah, all of that you're saying is making beautiful sense. I also like that, that, you know, that inner journey of really looking into that and listening to that, listening to that space of discomfort, listening to that space of you not being able to, you know, make peace with yourself and using that as the energy to get to know yourself and your creative force and your imagination as well. Because from that nothingness or call it darkness or blackness, whatever you find in, in there, something will emerge, a creative idea, the creative thought, the, the intuition, the instinct, anything that moves you to be in relationship with this creative energy will, will pop up. So I think, you know, right now, as you said at the beginning of the podcast, we are all invited in this 
shaking of the world and transformation of the world and reinvention of the world, you know, how we are at this critical juncture in our lives is to look inside of ourselves. And that 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 inner light, that inner perspective, it's amazingly important instead of just brushing it off and rushing through the life and not having enough space to to understand who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And um and as we do so, look deep within ourselves and also look deep within others uh, who are very mm-hmm. different from us, right? Uh, little by little, we come to suspend our judgment uh, and realize that there is no good or bad, light or shadow. Um, there is good and bad. There is light. And shadow, in a way, they cannot be one without the other, which is a very Asian way to look uh, at things, in fact. And and it makes me remember, again, uh, Lady Gaga saying uh, the best advice she ever received, uh, Zoran, is uh, if you do not have any shadow, then you are not standing in the light. And and so it's a a journey of uh, suspending judgment and then appreciating with no limitation what comes to your mind from others, from new communities, from within yeah. yourself, right? And that yeah. uh, really will help free more of your inner artist's um, yeah. creativity, yeah? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I love that quote as well, because sometimes, you know, we're a little bit afraid to look into that shadow and sometimes we're not even trained uh, although we don't even know that shadow exists i got trained inside of this long time ago with some of my spiritual masters throughout my spiritual journey when they introduced the the space of shadow and and the richness of that space and i remember at that moment in time i was blind spotted i didn't even believe i had shadow because i was so positive very optimistic very enthusiastic very creative and i was like okay what what are they talking about i don't have any shadows but then when you begin making peace with that and looking in that space of you and being in relationship with that there is the richness of a very potent and beautiful creative energy that emerges and also the imagination so I like that space. If you're not standing in there, the light cannot shine inside of you and outside of you. So the journey is to really get connected to that part of you as well. Yeah. And so, so, so interesting, uh, you, you just uh, shared this, uh, Zoran. Right? So some of us will see the shadow first and be afraid. Some of us will see the light first. Uh, and all we gain to go deeper, in fact. And, of course, it's not easy because... Uh, there is a part of us always who tell us, come on, you want to uh, liberate the artist in you? Ah, come on, man, be real. You have no taste, no particular talent. Uh, you know, uh, artists uh, are born, they're not made anyways. Who do you think you are? And I say, well, on that last point, artists are born. Yes, that's the point where those people are right. Yeah, um, every, all of us are born artists. Right. And then, uh, of course, uh, society and people and education erect barriers to stop us from uh, accessing uh, our full creative potential. I love that you share this because I wanted to ask you that question, but here you are, you're already answering it. Because in my work as well, sometimes when we get into the creative conversation, people will say things that would always surprise me. They would say, but I'm not not creative. That would be one of the things, you know, I, I, I am not creative. 
and they would associate creativity with beautiful production with people who've been celebrated to be a creative geniuses and creative artists in our history who produced the beautiful pieces of of art and that we put as here it is a creative genius who completely actualized their creative potential so i think that the important thing here that we really want to communicate to our audience together is that everybody is creative genius everybody has the seed of that creativity inside of themselves everybody is creative by birth this is part of our life force that we are creative beings right that we in our daily life create all the time and then we really have to acknowledge and 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 get in relationship with that creative energy and evolve from the space when the traditional education or the way we were brought up or our social conditioning or the way that our societies will knock this out of ourselves sometimes and get us to have a little amnesia and forget that creative part inside of you, right? Yeah, and, uh, and that is of the utmost importance uh, for leaders, right? Because if you're going to lead uh, your organization forward, uh, with uh, coming from a place of new inspiration, right? Um, unrestrained, uh, then you have a lot more chances to build for your organization competitive advantage that uh, your adversaries or competitors in business will have not access to, in fact, right? So I, I would say reinvention uh, with the yeah. power of our artistic man, mind is really going to be good for business, um, Zoran. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I agree with you. The people that I work with in business in Fortune 500 companies and corporations in small businesses, even in the startups, when you see where the real transformation and drive happens is in this creative energy. So let's shift the gear a little bit because I know that our audience is also curious around, and how do we do this? You know, how do we get in that space? I'm sure that when somebody listens to our conversation up to this point, they will be, oh, wow, you know, this is interesting. This is important. I have to get in relationship with myself. I have to go deeper. I need to create this space of stillness and silence. I would love to get in relationship with my shadow self as well to understand that jewel of creativity inside of me. Uh, there's a lot of things that people will resonate with. And now we get into this space and coaching and it's super practical in a way. And we can dive into the conversation. How do we get there? How do we do this? What will be the system, the process, the journey that we need to in, in, embark in activating this energy inside of ourselves? Yeah. And uh, a few practical ideas come to mind, right? Uh, the first one is a kind of a repeat uh, from something I said before about mastering the courage to embrace the unknown in a very practical manner, right? So uh, just go out there, explore unfamiliar places or mm -hmm. communities uh, mm -hmm. uh, and, and stop and, and, and just let them, let them tell you something, right? So, and also uh, in the same spirit, I'd say include mavericks in your inner circle. Right? Make friends or at least acquaintances who are people profoundly different uh, from you and who are really on the fringe. You know, they are the shakers and movers, you, you know, uh, uh, those uh, about uh, which, uh, whom uh, Steve Jobs made uh, his video from his garage when he was invited to take over Apple the second time, right? And he concluded uh, 
Uh, it's those people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world. I love that. Do change the world, right? And so my invitation is go out there and make new, new friends uh, who really have this uh, very high ambition in, in shaping the status quo, right? Or shaking up things, uh, changing the status quo. That would be a first idea, Zoran. And another one would be um, to patiently listen to your raw intuition and then express them without filters. And perhaps you can do that uh, with a drawing or, and that is particularly uh, helpful um, for those of us who are kind of a, a bit afraid to look deep within, right? Of course, you can hire a coach to help you do so, right? But you can also have a go at it without. Right. Uh, listen at length to your raw intuition. Don't filter that. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And and then um, and then perhaps uh, once once they've uh, they they've uh, articulated something for you to grasp. Right. I would say move into that other artistic uh, work, uh, which is simplify. Right. And by simplify, I'm mean I'm meaning cheap of the unnecessary. For example, um, uh, Michelangelo, right, uh, was uh, 500 plus years ago in front of that huge black of white marble, right? And mm-hmm. a little kid came to him and asked him, hey, Michelangelo, what are you going to do? And Michelangelo said, I'm going to free the angel inside. And for that, my Michelangelo, of course, chipped off all that was unnecessary in the marble block, right? So from that raw intuition, try and tip off what's secondary to really emerge what, what's important. And that's very applicable to business, right? Uh, say you are uh, working at the five-year strategic plan. And by the way, uh, over the last uh, few months, five-year strategic plans have come back in fashion where they were discarded the previous years, right? But now yeah. that we don't have to do tomorrow, we, then, we think, what might uh, we as well do over the next five years? And it really matters, again, for reinvention's sake. And um, so when you do that, right, uh, about um, major strategic uh, work, right, uh, that's a time to listen to your raw intuition together with your colleagues, right, and see what emerges, things which will have not said, been said before because they were not fitting, perhaps, right? But we right. have point in time where we can have a lot more freedom. And I'm saying, let's uh, exercise it. Uh, Makes sense, Zora? Absolutely. I think all the steps you shared with us are very practical, really, really, really easy to understand and easy to follow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, thanks, Zora. I'm thinking uh, uh, this profound crisis that we got ourselves, right? May, after all, come with a very precious gift. Um, that gift of uh, reinventing the way we are, we lead, we think, we coach uh, uh, with the help of our artistic uh, mind. And then that will enable us to usher in a better, a better future. And, uh, and then perhaps in doing so, we will make true what Lao Tzu, again, the Chinese philosopher, right, said a long time ago. New beginnings can be disguised as painful endings. Mm. 
I think this is an amazing, uh, wonderful uh, closure of our conversation. The new beginnings might end up with a painful endings. I think that's really, really appropriate. And don't be afraid of it. You know, the new beginnings are here to support you. I would encourage you to, to our listeners to go through all of the steps that JF has listed down for you. I think that there is a wealth of a beautiful resource there in how can you tap into this creative energy, into this creative force inside of you to reinvent yourself in this time. But also more practically, how do you use this in creating the business going forward? Because sometimes, you know, as Jay beautifully said, it's the creativity inside of business is super important, especially nowadays when we are called to reinvent who we are, how we lead, how we coach and how do we have, you know, the world in front of us because we all co-creating this reality. So JF, just to close this wonderful conversation today, anything else that you would love to say in addition to what you beautifully shared just to leave our audience with? Yeah, uh, it's pleasure, Zoran. And thanks very much again uh, for inviting me to um, this podcast today. Always a pleasure to uh, converse with you and always an inspiration. I'd, I'd say... Um, uh, to, to our listeners, thank you too for uh, making your precious time uh, for this uh, uh, conversation, right? And uh, if you walk away with uh, uh, just one thing, it should be to uh, to work to appreciate your uniqueness in greater depth every day. And as you do so, it, it will show you many more of it facets uh, and you will eventually find some that really need to shine and can make a very positive difference in your life as a person, as a leader, as a coach, uh, and a very positive difference uh, to the world around you. So be it, so it is. Thank you for your wise words, JF. Always a great pleasure to talk to you. I'm sure we're going to have you back on our podcast very soon in more of the elevated and uplifted conversation. Thank you so much, listeners, for listening. More to come next week. Enjoy this podcast. Listen to it again and again and again. We have shared the wealth of the resources and the in-depth conversations here. Enjoy, and we'll see you soon. 